Welcome to the It Crowd Podcast, where technology leaders converge with the boardroom elite. In this digital hub, the pulse of cybersecurity, mobility, managed services, and networking comes alive. Here, innovators and decision makers unite, forging a dynamic dialogue for tomorrow's success. So whether you're a tech aficionado or a C-suite strategist, this is your platform. Join host Richard Rodriguez and Josh Lowry as they bridge these worlds, curating insights and fostering a collaborative dialogue. The It Crowd podcast is proudly brought to you by the following sponsors. ClearSync Solutions, unifying your technology solutions with simplicity. From M&A integration to global connectivity, cybersecurity to managed services, we're your comprehensive partner aligning your business goals with technology for energy, oil and gas, and financial service firms. Trust our proven track record. ClearSync Solutions, one ClearSync, countless possibilities. eCentire. The authority in managed detection and response protects the critical data and applications of our customers from the known and unknown cyber threats by providing exposure management, managed detection and response, as well as incident response services designed to build your organization's cyber resilience and prevent business disruptions. By combining open XDR platform technology, 24-7 threat hunting, and proven security operation leadership, eCentire's award-winning MDR services and team of experts help organize organizations anticipate, withstand, and recover from cyber attacks. Evolve IP. Evolve IP is the only provider that can start with a single remote hybrid workforce solution and grow the account into a multi-solution contract. Evolve IP delivers integrated work anywhere technologies that enable IT departments to do more with less by getting them out of the PC, BBX, and VPN business. By leveraging our underlying providers, Microsoft, Cisco, VMware, and Citrix, Evolve IP offers services in four categories. Microsoft Teams Direct Routing, Virtual Desktop, Virtual Servers, Disaster Recovery, Backup as a Service, and O365 Azure. Contract Centers, Customer Experience, Leveraging Data as a Service, and any CCAS provider without a VPN or corporate-owned PC. Put us up against any standalone Microsoft Teams, Cisco WebEx, VDI-Data-as-a-Service, VCast, or CCast vendor. You'll find that Evolve IP offers the best support, fully optimized solutions, and the ability to consistently grow the account so you can make more money. Welcome to the It Crowd podcast, coming to you live from the Upright Digital Studios in Houston, Texas. I am joined, my name is Josh Lowry, joined as usual with Mr. Richard Rodriguez. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, Josh? Richard, I'm doing great. You have not had as many espressos as I have had this morning because I'm either screaming or you are just talking in a normal volume. Which is it? Probably a combination of both. So you're a normal adult. I am... Definitely not normal, but you're maxed out caffeine-wise. I am. I am. I'm tired. I had a, uh, but I'm the good tired. Like it's the end of the year, so it's like Christmas party after Christmas party, and nobody is really full. You know, uh, no one's not playing injured. I guess is the best way to say it. So correct. I went to a couple Christmas parties last week, a couple over the weekend, and today is a Monday that we're recording this right before Christmas. Um, So, but I feel great. At least as great as you can feel for having this many, this much fun at the end of the year. So, did uh, has your Christmas? Is it winding up nicely? Your year, I should say. It's it's winding up very good. Uh, Christmas parties as well. Yeah, uh, I missed one that you were at last week. How was it? It was it was very good. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of good networking. A lot good to see, good to see people that we did business with before the end of the year. Kind of have the wrap up there. Talk about 
you know how big next year is going to be right and things that are going on uh that people are expecting um you know the usual the huge as the kids say correct i'm actually interested so that is a year from when so i didn't miss that party last year i'm not sure we should say which party it is or not but have we doesn't matter. it doesn't yeah. matter all right yeah. it's we went to, it was the intellis's christmas party in houston correct uh i went to it last year it was a great time um cory throws yep. a great party cory shout out to you for throwing a great party um i had to miss it this year do some other instant some other things going on and i'm kind of bummed to miss it because i would love to have heard what the crowd thinks of because we look if there's anything that the it crowd does is we're not really quiet about how great we think we are we're amazing <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly but we also tell everybody that yes. in public and in private so we lived up to it too this year i'll tell you what I'll t- quick story please and usually you're the storyteller I, no i want to hear i want to hear this when we you know you were on me for so long that we needed to start this podcast and you said it was going to blow up and that things are going to go, you know, and I was not, I did not think so. I, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I didn't have the experience podcasting wise that you did. I didn't know how fast this was going to go. I thought this was going to be a very gradual, hey, we got Build. like four four people listening. Hey, we got 10 people listening, <laughs> right? I thought this was going to take. My mom's now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought this was going to take quite a while. Um, I had a guy randomly in my gym come up to me the other day. Hey, I heard episode two, and that was a great podcast, and blah, blah, blah. I had another guy at another, you know, party. Hey, episode four was awesome. Like, I love listening to them. Like, and these are not And these are not customers. These are not people we've done business with. These are, I know them, but I wouldn't say they're friends. Right. It's more in passing. Um, but the guy in the gym, you are his friend, just FYI. He, doesn't, he didn't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> these are good friends. These are good friends. Yes. And um, and then at the party, it was, I mean, everybody everybody that I talked to was talking about the podcast. Damn it. Now I'm mad everybody I didn't go to the party. So, There's nothing I like more than being extremely popular at a party. Well, you get to hear the words that you love to hear more than any others, which is, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, producer, did you hear that? I'll uh, assume that you will cut yourself into this podcast and make sure that she heard that. So Lauren Johnstone has been one of our, her has is the producer of the podcast. We want to give her a shout out for 2023. She's done an excellent job of producing not only this podcast, but all of the other podcasts. And she is just keeps us on our toes, has us prepared. Um, so, and we really as fun as we are on air behind the scenes it's pretty demanding and uh so thank you lauren for all the work that you do for us yes. um on that note of our greatness which i obviously appreciate and already knew but that's fine um we are going to talk about 2023 and the podcast the it crowd uh we're going to do a kind of a best of if you will and the greatest hits before we do that i want to look as, as much as I joke around and there's this, you know, I speak in hyperbole really more for effect sometimes, I'm shocked at how fast this podcast has taken off. I, I won't even pretend that I thought it was going to be this quick. Um, it is, I knew that the world of technology and IT, security, cybersecurity, um, you know, cl- I mean, whatever, pick your buzzword that you kind of hear through the world of the interweb. Um, 
from a, a lay person like myself that knows I need to hear about these things but don't, doesn't really know how to get involved in them, I just didn't realize how impactful that this podcast was going to be for that world. And you know, you and I went to Florida this this year to Orlando for a, an annual a conference. And when I was there, I realized the opportunity that was at hand. You have a lot of really cool technologies with a lot of people that are not really telling the story that well. And that's not a knock, it's just a reality. There's and there's a lot of smart people in a lot of different fields that are so zoned in on their, their widget that they don't think about how does that widget affect the other person. So um, I am surprised at how quickly it has gone. We're, we're gonna get to some of the stats throughout this podcast, but suffice to say that the podcast is are, is the fastest growing podcast of anything we've ever done throughout the Upright Digital Network. And that includes two podcasts that are the biggest in the world at what they do. Um, and this one's growing faster than those two did, which is, blows, blows is incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> so I'm excited to see where 2024 goes. But really, the guests that we're going to talk about here they took a leap of faith with us because we kind of went to them and said, hey, we think, we might, we kind of. And they were like, all right, we'll do it. And you're like, okay, great. And I remember you and I talked about this and you're like, how's this going to go? I said, I don't really know. And I was like, I just know that we're going to be better on the 10th episode than we are the first. Yes. And we are. So I just want to, not only do I want to highlight these people that we're going to talk about, uh, I want to tell them thank you as just for trusting us, trusting the vision. Um, and then Richard, you know, really, it's one thing to come on a podcast and not know anything like like I do, but thank you for letting me come on with you and ask you a lot of dumb questions because I don't know a lot of this stuff. No, I think I, I think it works well, right? Because um, and especially some of the guests that we've had, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about before we get them on air, like you said, it's not about you always use the I don't I don't care about the audience doesn't care about the one point twenty one gigawatts, right? It's about the story. Mm-hmm. And how it affects people and that's why that's why they're going to call and come back to you and say hey i, I really want to know the person more yeah and that in turn becomes the product and everything becomes a byproduct of that right and so yeah i mean these 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 people definitely did take a huge leap of faith when we asked them to right. and they all did an amazing job well um on that note let's introduce the one of the first um actually this was our first guest and uh, Jay Schlatter, not Schlatter, Jay Slaughter, trying to put a CH in front of everything. So Jay was interesting because he, we met him through a friend of ours, Keith Chemetsky. Yep. And Jay is kind of been around a long time. And he seemed like, and if you know Keith Chemetsky, who's, I mean, you can Google him. I mean, he's Googleable for sure. He's a big time guy in the oil and, oil and gas business, and the host of another podcast. He is. He's a supply be, because of his his breadth of knowledge. He's a very sharp guy. And so when I met Jay, I just he was like, "Hey, come meet this guy with me." So we start meeting and talking. And Jay just has this understanding of kind of all things around this and that. And then we start talking technology, and he's he's saying so much stuff. And I said, "Well, what do you do?" And he's like, "Well, I've, I'm." you know, IT director and I'm a CTO and I've done this and that for 20 something years. And I said, well, great. I go, why don't you come and be a, a guest on our podcast? And he's like, what's it about? And I was like, well, yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't know yet. And he's like, no, I don't know, man. I go, it'll be great. It'll be great. And I said, so go into the office at whatever time. And I said, Richard's there. And we'll, we'll have, so what, for whatever reason is I came in late that day 
and Jay showed up early. And you were there and you called me, you're like, what's going on? And I was like, oh my God, Richard, I forgot to tell you, we are running our first podcast. <laughs> so, we, were, we were somewhat ill-prepared for it, but Jay, this just tells you what a stud he is. He was, I mean, I think from that first word go. I mean, he just, he, he was natural. He was completely 100% natural as opposed to me, which my anxiety level was at a thousand because I had no idea what the hell we were doing. <laughs> But he knew everything. But it all worked out. He was so sharp. He was. He was so sharp. Yeah. So we're, we're talking, I mean, um, you know, he says one of the things our notes, low barrier of entry to, for new businesses, um, and they've got many startups in their network. So Lauren is kind of cutting these things, and, and we're going to be listening to different interviews. So as you go through this, listen to what Jay's talking about. But really, the the I think what's spectacular about Jay is if you go back and you listen to his entire interview, we could have taken that interview for three more hours. He was just easily such a knowledgeable, easy-going guy that um, I just I thank him for coming on. I agree, setting the tone. Yes, really. So enjoy Jay Slaughter, not Slaughter, but really great guy. Thank you, Jay, for everything. What's What's fascinating and the, the real opportunity for new business startups right now, you can do with a credit card. Mm-hmm. What used to require a capital-intensive investment of time and money, and I'm talking about spinning up data centers and doing all this kind of stuff, all capital investment. I can go out to any one of these cloud providers with a credit card and say, I need this much compute. I want to scale it up and down, right, depending on demand, all this other kind of stuff. And it allows people to ramp up from nothing to something really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, again, depends on your scale. depends on what you're trying to do. But so much of this stuff is subscription-based, less capital-intensive. But, you know, clearly it'd be central to the conversation. Yeah. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that segment. Um, You know, episode two, another person who who took a chance on us very early, Um, you know, Randall Thompson with Evolve IP. Uh, And, and again, another person who's done extraordinary things, you know, private equity-backed different companies. but I think what was great for him and I think what was great for you because it was our, that could have been our very first kind of technical guest, but he was able to discuss technology at that 100,000 foot level that, that we wanted to, that's the aim for the IT crowd, right? We talked about the masters quite oh, a bit, given nice. that we have, you know, matching shirts on yet again. I love it. We look I great. Masters is coming up. Yeah, that's right. Randall was great. And this is where I, I really was concerned about this podcast as a whole is you own a company called ClearSync Solutions. We don't talk about that much because, look, this podcast is for the industry. Um, it's not really a commercial for not your company. Not it's it's not. It is, it's about how to solve problems and what kind of technologies are out there. And really, as, as a business owner, you and myself, different, different companies, I need to know what's out there. So... I was concerned when I started doing research on like, I'm going to get smoked by this guy. Like I won't be able to talk to him about anything. And I I thought this was going to be a concern of all of the different podcasts. He is exceptional. The way he broke down, in my opinion, very complex security and cybersecurity items. Yeah. And when you, and you know, specifically the example that we're going to see in this clip, is you know he's talking about desktop as a service and you know what really started that technology and kind of in its infancy and now now it's you know especially for companies that there's 
you know, when you look at cybersecurity, there's a number of different ways you can attack it, right? Um, there's no one solution. There's no one size fits all. There's no one magic bullet that that captures everything for for any company, right? It's a combination of things. It's about knowing. It's about knowing how your environment works, what's going to work best for you, and then obviously knowing your roadmap as well, right? Um, and so desktop as a service is one of those technologies that can play into it very well if your if your if your company fits that profile. And the example that he uses in that, which you'll see in the clip, is kind of when you're at the airport and you get through clear, you get through TSA, and then now you have access to Starbucks and you mm-hmm. have access to this restaurant and all of that, and you don't have to go through a clear type of system every time you're going into a different store or going into a gate or anything like that. Right. So I think that explains it very well. I think he did a good job on that. I know your eyes immediately were like, Oh, I get this. So that was good. Yes. There's a couple different things that we talked about in this one that uh, I just, again, you, you say that my eyes were wide open. My eyes have been wide opened multiple times on this during this entire let me phrase it a different way. When he fr- when he put that example to you that and used that analogy, the light bulb went off for you because you and I had talked about desktop before. And right. It was kind of like you, you sort of got it, but that was yeah, that's that fair. was a light bulb moment for you. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. And again, folks, uh, we I highly recommend if you like these clips that you go back and listen to the full interview of all of these different guests because we're just picking snippets today. But these are really great, easy to understand subjects and people. I mean, and, and great people. When Randall talked about his story and, you know, getting that football scholarship to college and what he does for his alma mater and, I mean, just the emotion that he has and how much he cares about that because of that opportunity that was given to him. It's it's just Yeah, you can feel I highly recommend you look at his – watch our YouTube video for the It Crowd YouTube because his passion for education and helping others is – I mean – Brought tears actually to the room right. on an IT podcast. So, like, <laughs> you know, it's it, it's not like we're selling widgets and just. I mean, this is real people doing real exactly. things and trying to help real people. So, right. uh, yeah, go ahead and, and take it to this and let us listen to this next clip. But again, Randall, thank you so much for coming on and trusting us with your brand and your expertise. So, enjoy the clip. He was like, you know, anytime I travel, I'm the things that are going on in my head. As I'm going to the airport, it's like, okay, do they have TSA in this airport? How long is the TSA line? Are they efficient today? Am I going to be at risk of missing my flight if the TSA line is backed up or they don't have clear or whatever, right? But then once you get through that TSA checkpoint, you now, even if you are unlucky enough to not have a direct flight, even if you have a stopover, you now have been given access to roam about the airport in the terminal, go to the Sky Club, whatever, right? And you've been granted authorization, right? You are now an authorized traveler, okay? And that's how he views um, working in a DAS platform because everything is centralized and it's one place to go in and get authorization from a security perspective. Welcome back. Uh, we are just plowing through this in between the, while you guys are listening to the, uh, best of clips, we are trying to annoy our, uh, producer extraordinaire, Lauren. We're doing a great job. She's yelling at us off air. So if we are laughing as we roll back into this, um, it's because we're doing an excellent job of annoying Lauren. 
we're basically children. That's right. Nobody should give us this much technology. But Lauren uh, was doing a podcast the other day, and she said, hey, I've got it set up for the morning. She says, nobody touch this equipment because you know I've got it right. set. And I wrote back, and I'm like, yeah, no problem. I don't even know where the power button is. Like, I, I won't touch anything. I wouldn't know how to screw any of that up. So, got it. So, on that note, let me just tell you how great we are in our technology world. Uh, the next person we're going to introduce here is Brent Feller with eCentire. Um, this was one where I tried to look like Steve Jobs. I tried to dress the part. You did. I wore a black V-neck because he was from Austin. I figured he was going to look like a tech guy. Uh, and he shows up looking like private equity. And I was like, and you, you were like, what are you, what are you wearing? If anybody knows Josh, you know that he would never show up to the office or a meeting or a podcast in a V-neck t-shirt. No. And I had no idea. I, I literally thought like he slept in his car for some reason or something happened. Yeah. I was just trying to look cool well, and it backfired on me. Big time. Big time. The guy shows up looking like private equity and I looked like a, a fat Steve Jobs. It was a rough, rough entry. So hopefully he was more impressed with our questions than he was with my attire. Um, he has had a very cool career. He has and lived, you know, for for everybody that has listened. If you haven't, go back and listen to it. But his stories about living in Hawaii, how he ended up at Austin, right. even how he got into into the cybersecurity uh, role that he's in now. Um, very exciting and very uh, and again. The way that he was able to break down, you know, manage detection response, incident response, everything that you hear. I mean, oil and gas has a million acronyms, so does IT. And you just kind of slip into it when you're talking with somebody from those respective worlds. And, you know, he was able to, he was able to, again, break that down in layman's terms and make it relatable for everybody. Nothing has more acronyms than technology. Or at least, I shouldn't say, I don't know anybody that uses more acronyms. True. Oil and gas might have more. I don't, but we don't, I don't feel like we. You're just used to those, though. But we don't speak in acronyms. You guys will have full conversations in the world of, you know, three-letter words. And you're like, what is this guy talking about? Dawson's, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to get into it all, but it's it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. So. We're about to listen to Brent, and he's talking about. Manage detection response. That's how right. it applies That's to so how it applies to every vertical. Because the the original question was, if you were talking to somebody about, and you specifically asked about, you know, does this apply to you know potential clients in, in oil and gas specifically? Um, and he used an example. And he said, no, it really it really applies to everybody in any vertical because. It doesn't matter if you're running, uh, you know, financial services. If That's you're running, right, yeah. if you're running healthcare, if you're in energy, oil and gas, if you are in insurance, you know, these are these are this is something that you need. At some point, your organization is going to be at the point where you need to bring somebody like any Centire in to be able to manage this stuff for you because it gets it gets too unwieldy. I agree with that. Yeah. And that, by the way, that's going to turn out to be a good company. I've learned a lot about those guys over the last twelve months. They're a Great company. So that's a free little shout out there, Eastend Tire. Thank you guys for being just good partners and really letting us learn off of your 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 backs on a lot of stuff. So uh, enjoy the clip with Brent. We'll sell to anybody. So when you say anybody, I, I know you. I don't want to put you on the spot with your customer base, but let's just say anybody, meaning a 
a an energy firm directly, or mm-hmm. are you selling directly to the the large firms? Yeah, well, we, sure. we have customers of all different yeah. shapes and sizes. Okay. Yeah, um, the pretty much there's every vertical that you touch now. Whether it's they go know, direct fi- to them, not going through I mean, financial ha- services, okay. oil and gas, energy, okay. healthcare. Okay, I mean, they, I mean, healthcare is huge. Yeah. So I mean, for for us, um, you know, we have like the world's largest uh, carrot farmer. We have a chocolatier. We have, um, you know, I love. It. So yeah, when you, it's really diverse. I always tell people this, right? Like, if you're connected to the internet and you have folks clicking on I'm stuff about and to opening be unconnected, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> opening emails, you should be a customer. That's it. Okay. Because uh, the reality is, like, we talk to a, a potential client, and it, it, you know, people think about this stuff differently until it happens to them. And uh, we were in there talking to them, giving our, our pitch, telling them how great we are. Obviously, we feel we're pretty cool. And they go, well, no, we got a guy who handles that. And I said, who's that guy? He goes, well, Tony. My, my I cousin. Said, I said, no, well, where's Tony? Why isn't he in the meeting? And they go, well, he goes to um, you know, Thailand every February for the whole month. I said, does he post on Facebook? Does he tell people he's not in the office? I mean, who's monitoring? And they, you can see them just sinking back into their chair. <sighs> All right, thank you, Brent. Hope you guys enjoy that. This next one. We're moving into this is kind of a funny story so we were at a uh, i guess an event it's just event just a cool way to say party but i was at a fancy event and um some the podcast came up as it does it is amazing it how is. many people are talking about this this is a nice little segue actually to talk about some of the growth um i should have brought some of the specifics in here but this thing is in over 70 countries this thing is in almost all 50 states already. This thing is in over 100 U.S. cities. And, you know, those numbers aren't massive. They're going to be massive. Those are, But they're phenomenal for um, a podcast that's less than six months old. Um, we peaked in the top 1% of business um, podcasts, um, which is something that is hard to do. There's a lot of podcasts. There's out a there. lot of podcasts out there, and you don't realize it until you get into it and you start to. I remember the first time you came in, and you're like, "Hey, we're in 20 countries." I was like, "What?" Yeah. And then it, you start going through the states, and it's like, "Okay, what, what does that really mean? What does that mean in terms of scale? What does that mean in terms?" Of, and then when you start to look and you see the number of podcasts that are out there, and when you say top one percent, it's it's an amazing accomplishment. It really is, and when you look at the map and the demographics. Um, it is, it's very interesting who listens, because we get these demographics for all of our different podcasts, and you you really do see that tech people are seeking out tech podcasts. We filled up the East Coast, West Coast much faster on this one than we did, for instance, an oil and gas podcast. Right. Um, and I think that surprised me. I would have thought just by, you know, where people live, you would go, all right, you go Houston, Dallas, LA, Chicago, and it really went... Seattle, Portland, you know, West Coast, and then you went East Coast and Florida, and then you kind of did Atlanta, Georgia, and, th- and I was thinking that's really it's, it's amazing to me that the people that want this information that's where they live for this type of IT world. So, and then it's and then it's slowly gone into I say slowly, nothing has been slow about this. Then it's gone into your Oklahomas and your Midwests and your you know now we're starting to fill up the entire state, but then it's all over Europe. Right, <laughs> it's, it's that it's crazy. It's funny. I think I think it's part of it too, is because uh, it's because of our network, right? Right. I mean, you you look at our histories, mine, you know, living all around the world with NOV and doing things and having that, and then 
obviously with our our huge energy network everybody moves around the world in that in that space right so you have people that you're talking to through linkedin or other conversations and you're catching up and you know it's a it definitely helped to spread it that fast around the world right for sure i agree with that so um we are introducing james morrison on this one and the reason i say this one's a funny one so the podcast came up and somebody said oh you know we listened to it, we love it and it was a senior level person and they said you should interview a guy that we have named james morrison he's great he's uh you know he's he can offer input on xyz and it kind of went into this and i'm like oh just so you know we already have like we and they they were blown away that we were able to already get him as a guest and they thought they were going to bring something to the table to where you know we were going to be they were giving and it was it was very nice of them right. to offer this but at the same time like that's how lucky we've been is we've been able to get really big guests very early on in the show so and james is i mean world class yes. with what he's done and what he can do so right. xfbi um just yeah the experience that he has mm-hmm. and the things that he has seen and the things that he continues to see and the things that he has exposure to which he talked about throughout the episode <clears throat> for anybody who hasn't listened to it when he talks about how sophisticated you know cyber crime is now um i mean it it, it will blow your mind so the same person was, or same event, somebody was telling me that uh, they listened to this episode. And this is the one where I was like, we can't air this. Yeah. So if you go back and you listen to James's episode, there's a part in there that they start describing what bad actors will do. And I found it to be absolutely terrifying uh, to the point where I said, I don't think we should air this podcast because I don't want to give people any ideas. And you and James started cracking up. And you right. said, Josh, like, Everybody knows about this, except for you, apparently, except me. And I I don't find that to be comforting. I find that to be absolutely terrifying. Well, and I think, too, that, you know, one of the things you, that you're, you're, you, you repeat quite a bit is you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's this thought that, you know, cyber criminal and activity is very disorganized and it's, it's uh, you know, one or two people that are kind of getting lucky when they when they send phishing emails uh-huh. out or whatever and that's not the case anymore this is extremely sophisticated smart people the tools that are available on the dark web now are unreal and and they're getting they're getting more and more sophisticated with with ai where you have a chat gpt there's actually something called fraud gpt on the dark web that you can go into now oh um so you know what, I'm, what? my my point to this Jeez, is don't even answer that criminals are running their enterprises like a real business they can look and they can see because they make investments in certain softwares am i getting a return on uh-huh. this you're looking at it like a ceo right do i get a return on this software versus this software these guys that i hire to go do this are they you know getting getting what i are they are they delivering what they said they were delivered so you have to think about it the same way you know, I got a text the other day from a friend of mine asking for something that was relatively benign in the ask, but it was something that he had never asked for before. Um, and I, before I responded back, I called him and I said, hey, is this really you? And he's like, yeah. I said, okay. I go, I'm, I'm now more, um, 
reluctant, whatever the word, aware right. of accepting these types of texts than I was six months ago. Because it just didn't seem like the type of text that he would send. Um, it was him. And, I just, and it was something that was enough for me to be like, I'm going to make sure that this is who I'm talking to before I follow through with one more step. Because that's how I believe that we are. The, they are constantly trying to figure out ways to attack. 100%. Yeah. People, you need to pay attention to that. So, James Morrison, thank you very much for this. And uh, apparently we're going to air this. So, there's bad <laughs> crap out there. I hate doing it, but they all know about it. So, thank you very much. Enjoy this next clip. When bad occurs, incident response is not an IT issue. You need to do something separate. So for story time, I was on a cruise here out of Galveston in, in January. And, you know, I always laugh. FBI people are always listening, right? That's you know, law enforcement. If you have law enforcement friends, they're always listening to what's going on. They're watching what's going on. And so I'm eating. And this lady next to me says, are you kidding me? They're in my network again. So while I'm eating, I hand her a card. You know, and it says, you know, cybersecurity, whatever. <laughs> and I said, I'm not selling anything. I just want to talk to you. So after she finishes, she said, I run a small bank. Um, six months ago, somebody got into my chief financial officer's email account and started sending out fraudulent invoices. $5,000 here, $4,000 here. Nickel and diming. Now it's just like our friends. They just got exactly what happened. $75,000 later, somebody figured out this had happened. And they, what did they do? They said they went to the IT people and said, fix it. IT team has a typical way of fixing things. And I'm not trying to, I, I love my IT and I'm an yeah. IT guy. But in this particular case, they did a very common. Let me see if I can guess it. Okay. Because I can take three things they do. Okay. This this other group shut down the emails. Okay. They um, open another set of accounts and then they now are hand delivering checks. Wow. That's even more extreme than this. And because they don't know what else to do. Right. Okay. So they reset all the passwords. Okay. Reloaded the machines that were infected and rebooted. That's just, I feel like that's just unplugging it and plugging it back. Right. In. Is that going to on the Nintendo disc? To- <laughs> yeah. It's the old, it's the old, the old uh, remember right. when we used to have to polish the yeah. CD yeah. because of uh, the DVDs because we're like, you know, is that the equivalent of what we're talking about here? And so, because I feel like I could be an IT director. And so the IT people came back, so we fixed it. Two months later, they're back doing the same thing over again. And then she said to the IT team, you said you fixed it. They did the same thing again. It happened three times in a row. And I said, ma'am, you have to hire an incident response company. I said, the other thing is you got to recognize, and I wasn't trying to be, I, I'm not, I don't sell fear. I think the days of selling fear in cybersecurity are over. I think it's a bad idea. But I said, but you're not GLBA compliant right now. As a bank, you're required to be GLBA compliant. And the Federal Trade Commission can now fine you because you've had a breach now for six months. You never notified them. Because you thought you handled it. Right. And, and so I said, go to your insurance company, talk about an incident response company, and bring someone in to fix it and fix it right. Thank you, James. Hope you guys enjoy that clip. Um, just, again, phenomenal interview. Uh, moving on to our final best of 2023 clip is uh, a guy named Jeff Jensen with Corva. Uh, this was our first, this was a pretty cool deal. You were asked to be on a panel on AI at CorvaCon. And in that ask, we were like, well, oh, by the way, you know, Richard through ClearSync Solutions, I was, I was like, well, I mean, you did that. I was like, well, could we put the podcast over there as well? And they were like, yeah, great, which I thought was a huge coup for us. And Corva, thank you guys very much yes. to your whole team. You guys just did a phenomenal job. Um, and one of the people that they connected us with for this interview 
or for our participation there was the CTO, a guy named Jeff Jensen. <laughs> Please give me your input on Jeff Jensen before we go into this. Do a pre-call interview or just do what you thought of this guy before we interviewed him. I mean, when you look at when you look at his resume, right? Uh, obviously spectacular, but it didn't do it didn't do him justice cause compared to once we got there, because one, the event in in and of itself was spectacular. Corver did a Corver did a great job, but again, you know, the things that he talked about in terms of what they're doing with data, I mean. You know, even even I to a point was like, oh wow, like yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it in this term or, or 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 those terms or that application, I should say. So it was really good to hear him talk about it. And again, he he did it in a way that was relatable to everybody. And his whole message was, you know, if you're not already working on this, you're already behind. And if you don't get on the train pretty quick, you're going to be far left behind. Right. Um, and then he brought up the, you know, there's a lot of things that they're doing with AI. Which are which are interesting, which leads to bigger conversations that you and I have had, you know, multiple times on on AI in general, um, and kind of where it's going, right. right? Where it's at, where it's going, and what people need to be thinking about. Well, that's actually a pretty tough intro to beat. There, uh, I only add that Jeff is younger than you and I, about a decade younger, and we did get called old. He didn't quite say old. But the insinuation was there enough right. to where I was like, I don't think I like this guy. <laughs> I, I, I want to hate this guy, if possible. And we kind of told him as much. Like, hey, dude, who are you? Right. Do you know how young we are, how great we are? And he kind of just looked at us like, who are you trying to, to kid, sir? <laughs> I think he might have called you, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then we get on the, and then we get into the interview, and you realize, like, he is on a different wavelength he is a really smart guy, doing really a big deal, thinking in a, on a just whole nother level. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this interview. Actually, I was concerned about it because I wasn't. It's a little bit out of my element, and yours. This is right up your kind of. Certainly, this is in your world, but I was concerned about this interview until we got into it. Um, he has a great way of breaking down complex items into a very digestible you know, way into good, you know, human speak, if you will. Uh, so I loved the conversation. I will tell you that I think Jeff said the most impactful thing that I've heard all year on any of the podcasts, which is um, if you're not doing something with generative AI right now that you in one to two years are going to be in real trouble, that has had a large impact on how I view my company, companies, and how we're going to use some of this stuff. I don't really want to be left behind. And I was looking at certain ways to do this. And, and you, to really, you've done a great job of kind of leading me into don't get caught up in marketing versus um, what's what's actually real. Correct. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing, right? Because, you know, as soon as ChatGPT came out, I mean, the world kind of changed, yeah. right? Um, but I tell people, like, right now, even with ChatGPT, you're kind of in the Ask Jeeves stage of ai right for all the people out there who remember who are old like us who remember <laughs> Damn that it, maybe jeff was right but yeah um but that's that's really the state that we're in but what what's happened is you've seen a lot of companies they jumped on that this year and everything that you can't you can't go five minutes without ai 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 right. and when you look at it you know my caution to you know to friends to clients to colleagues is 
one, you have to really understand what it is you want to get out of generative AI. And then you have to really look at the solutions out there because unfortunately, I would say probably as high as 70% of the solutions that I see out there are not true generative AI. They're technologies that were already out there, but they're being marketed as that. And it's a slick ad campaign. And if you're not careful, you're going to be six months into investing into a platform and you're like, this isn't what I thought it was. And we know, one, how painful that is, two, how much that cost is, and then you're trying to get out of it. Right. And where you don't want to get left behind and you want you want to jump on it so yeah. fast, you can end up putting yourself further behind because it's the wrong investment and because you have to start back from zero again. So that's where I'm always cautious about, you know, don't jump in, don't jump in right away, but have that clear mind and have that clear picture in your mind of what it is your ultimate state would look like and then let's work backwards and find the right tool so don't do what i'm doing just jumping straight in yeah you're signing up for every ai platform that's out there and you're just (laughs) i love information i'm like let's do this just go the anti-josh route (laughs) oh man yeah it's it's expensive so far so yeah well jeff young man you did a great job um, you are one of our top five. Enjoy audience truly. I hope go back and listen to this whole interview. It, it really was a great, great interview. So thank you very much. Enjoy this one. Hang on to that. No, I want to. I want to hear this again. So the audience, I feel like that's a powerful statement. So say this to me again. So if you are not in some way using or have a program in your company dedicated to implementing at least a version of Gen AI next year, you will miss the boat on a com- maintaining a competitive edge because the year after you are going to be there with the average Joe company, whatever, who's like, oh yeah, you know, all these new companies are out there. All the products are refined. Like you're just going to be like a consumer paying for the product. You will not have figured out how to get a competitive edge using the technology if you don't start. And it's going to take consistency. You don't need a magical whiz kid to come in and, and pull this off in your organization. But you've got to, it's like going to the gym. It's like you, you can't walk in one day and just lift 315 pounds. It's going to take consistency, but I the try day that. you start. <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> the day you start, I'm just saying you need to start next year. Thank you very much. I hope you guys enjoyed that with Jeff. And like I said, that's just a snippet. I highly recommend you going back and listening to the entire episode there. Um, that kind of wraps us up for best of in 2023. Christmas is going on. Um, I mean, you are you working much more the rest of this year? Always working, Josh. Come on, That's we got point. projects. We we actually we have some big projects that we are trying to get done before the end of the year with some clients. So um, you know, relaxing, yeah. But at the same time, you know, making sure that those things are going forward. So nice. You know, you know how it is. I do. I do. Well, I um, I'm excited for 2024. We have uh, we've already recorded. Probably four people in that we have, you know, quote unquote, in the can as the um, as you people, you and I, we're in the industry now. That's what we can talk like this. Um, that we're going to be releasing in twenty early twenty four. That are very high level C suite people. Um, I, in fact, one of the guys is a CTO. Well, I sh- maybe I shouldn't share that story because his CEO. I talked to him about it. And he's like, this guy is a CEO in training, and. You know, it really is. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and honestly, as you, you're going to listen to some of these guests coming up, and I think 2024 is really going to expose just how much influence a show really has because there's going to be bigger 
names, bigger companies, names you recognize, companies you recognize that want access to this platform to talk about, here's what we're doing, here's how we can help. And then the big companies that, hey, here's how we took that technology and we're helping not only our employees, but our guests, our shareholders, et cetera, our customers, I should say. So um, if you want to get on the show or you know somebody, get a hold of Richard um, and he can help you. If you have any complaints, those go to Richard as well. If you want to tell me how great we are, those go to me. Um, this has been a pleasure. This has been awesome. It this really whole has. Show. It really has. It's again amazed at uh, <clears throat> amazed at the growth. Thank you to all of our thank you to all of our sponsors yeah. who took who took a leap of faith. Correct. When we really only had an idea. And don't be mad when you see the new sponsorship brochure. It's slightly more expensive than last year, but well worth it. <laughs> That's right. It's a much bigger show. <laughs> yes. But no, um, truly, this, the early sponsors, thank you for everything. Yep. Thank you to uh, all of our listeners and all of our supporters. Um, just a reminder, we're on all the major platforms. Right. So whatever your platform of choice is, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, we're SoundCloud, we're, we're on all of them. So right. subscribe, listen, rate us, send feedback. Um, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll read all the bad ones, not that there would ever be any. Or that we care. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can also email the show at info at csyncs.com. And, How do you spell uh, that? Give them, give them the spelling. C-S-Y-N-C-S dot com. Okay. Um, and yeah, if you want to be on the show, if you if you have a colleague, a friend that you think is a good fit for right. being a guest on the show, um, let us know because we are always open to, uh, to talking to outstanding people. If they call us old, they may not get published. It depends on the person. Just depends how aggressively they call us old. True. Yeah. If it's rude, if they really mean it, then I will pretend like their microphone broke. They'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, man. We didn't get that one. We had technical difficulties. The, the tape ate it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the VCR ate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean... What a bang up year. Congratulations to your success. ClearSync had its biggest year ever. Biggest year ever. Yes. Thank That's you. That's awesome. Yes. Good job. You won a nice, a phenomenal award at the Intellisys annual event this year. So you've had a great year. It, it's been an outstanding year on multiple fronts. And uh, 2024 is just going to continue yeah. to be better. But I, I, I am so excited about continuing this journey yes. on this podcast. And uh, you know, thank you for pushing me to it. Well, it listen, I appreciate a, you. Let me be part of it. So... Well, again, audience, thank you very much. Lauren, I don't know which camera I'm supposed to look at. I'm just going to keep talking to this one. Thank you for everything. Uh, as you've mentioned, look us up, give us a like, and uh, we'll see you guys in 2024. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Good luck to you all. The It Crowd Podcast is proudly brought to you by the following sponsors. Upright Digital. Upright Digital specializes in partnering with your business to maximize marketing efficiencies. We have a deep understanding of people their needs, motivations, behaviors, as well as the technologies that enable brands in many industries to utilize what is available in a changing digital landscape. Find us online at uprightdigital.com. ClearSync Solutions, unifying your technology solutions with simplicity, from M&A integration to global connectivity, cybersecurity to managed services. We're your comprehensive partner aligning your business goals with technology for energy, oil and gas, and financial service firms. Trust our proven track record. ClearSync Solutions. One ClearSync, countless possibilities.